Hello, ladies and gentlemen, after a special with the user-generated content people, we're back. The duo Infernale of the Back to Warcraft podcast, Germany and Western Canada, reunited. Carson, how's life? Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. Life is uh is busier than I like it being. I like doing nothing uh, for at least, you know, say 10 days at a time. But recently, I haven't been able to have that luxury. And I've been sick. You got me sick all the way from Germany. You got me sick. I've had a cough for 10 days now, Neo. It's unbelievable. But uh, it hasn't been too bad. Dude, I think that's the thing now. Because when I mm. got sick, I got it from... Uh, dude that I'm working with for Rara Land also via Zoom call. <laughs> so he got me sick and then I got you sick all via calls. Yeah, and it seems to be a cough for everyone too. It's a, it's like a cough and a sore throat. That's everyone I talk to and it seems very contagious and everyone's negative for COVID. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, every, everyone everyone tested negative even though it's like some people have even everything's a covid like symptom though to be fair but everyone tests negative i've never had a positive test in my life it's always been negative me too and i swear to god i've had it multiple times <laughs> yeah i mean you went uh, to record an album with like five dudes in one room and half of them were positive except you yep you're just immune man i i was scared as hell yesterday about covid as well because i went to the former german capital uh, bon to see the glorious band that is my chemical romance and i went there with our mod and admin new hero uh mm -hmm. so we went there and then i get a message from war three history for fishy he said hey mate are you born for my chemical romance i'm like hell yeah let's meet so we went there and we had a very very good time and a couple of days later I get a text from him again. It's like, ah, my girlfriend, positive for COVID. Maybe you mm. should check. Like, fuck, I'm at another festival that I got tickets to for two years. And I really, really, really want to go because it's my only, re well, these two weekends are the only real weekends where I have, like, private life and outside activities and stuff. And I really don't want to miss this festival. Uh, but, yeah, negative. Negative, all negative. So I can go to another festival this weekend, see... The old fucks that are the offspring, the oh, uh, nice. <laughs> old fucks that are some 41, and my old emo heart will jump for Antishikari and Canada's truly uh, only, uh, you know, Silverstein. Oh, very cool, very cool. How how was My Chemical Romance? Does, does oh. it hold up to this day? Are they Do they still have the swoopy hair? Did they still play? <laughs> and if you want it honestly, that's all, yeah. Do they still play all that stuff? <laughs> Damn, we got to be careful to not get demonetized or, or flagged here. I know, just that good. It was magic, <laughs> dude. It was, I, I don't know, 7,000 people, 8,000 people was mm. an open air. And the crowd was between 55 and 12. So the old emo fucks. <laughs> Uh, who are now grown-up parents and brought their children. It was really, really nice. When the Black Parade started, you know, with that little piano piece. Ding, mm -hmm. ding, ding, ding. Recently like... listened to that for the first time, by the way. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, that was goosebumps for like 8,000 people. You, you could yeah. feel it. It was magic. Everybody knew all the lyrics. I was a happy little emo kid and had a wonderful weekend. Very cool. Have you ever seen, this is a huge aside, but speaking of Canadian bands, have you ever seen Alexis on Fire? Did you ever in your heyday? I did when I was 14, I think, and the 
singer slash shouter. So not mm-hmm. the the city and color guy, but the other guy. Yeah, Dallas Green. He climbed the stage on an outdoor festival to the very tippity top. These guys are insane. So I bought tickets for that tour in autumn. Very so we'll cool. We'll see nice. them this year. Why are you Dope, asking? yeah. I don't know, it's just one of the one of the few bands in I guess sort of that sphere that I yes. grew up to listening. Oh. Whereas all these other bands, not not a ton. I'm now sort of being reintroduced to them because I'm, I'm much more open nowadays to all the music that I I'll never listen to back in the day when I was into Led Zeppelin and stuff. Um, but Alexis on Fire was always and uh, City and Color I've seen like two three times now. So that's one of the bands that I've always been really into. Yeah, Canada's rocking. Oh yeah, Neil Young baby for all the boomers. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they got some 41, Silverstein, Alex on Fire, the Banks Brothers. True, exactly. Yeah, and we're playing with Wu Tang, so I mean, we're we're killing it. You're playing with Wu Tang? Oh yeah, do you not know about that? We're playing with Wu Tang. There's a festival coming up. <laughs> we're on the uh, the first of July, and we're playing with with Wu Tang and Sugar Ray. <laughs> Should be fun. What the hell? I really hope you get to know these guys somehow. That's, oh yeah, hopefully. That's, that's supposed to be wild. Yeah, they're playing about an hour after us. It's a festival, obviously, so they're pl- they're playing about an hour after us. But uh, yeah, maybe we can go side stage and meet Ghostface Killer. I don't even know who's still in Wu Tang nowadays. I know all <laughs> no their old clue. school stuff. I know all the all the old names. But ever since ODB died, I don't know who the hell's in Wu Tang <laughs> anymore. So we'll, we'll see though. But yeah, we'll that's, figure uh, it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good with names, but uh, I'll learn them quick. For. Uh... The people who want to see you at that festival, what's the name of the festival? Lake Town Shakedown, which is on Vancouver Island on the 1st of uh, July. That is After Canada Day. an amazing name for a festival. It got an yeah. elk in between two big PA boxes. That is an amazing icon as well. Dude, I love this festival. Yeah, it'll be... Um... Not our first. It'll be our second festival we've played. But we got plenty that we... This is sort of our first festival circuit that we're catching um, when we actually have, you know, people that want to see us and stuff. So this summer we'll be playing a few of them. But, you know, they they tell us, they, that you're not supposed to play too many festivals in, like, the same town. You're supposed to only play, like, one in every town. So it's, it's hard when we're really only playing locally currently to do a ton. But we're going to do a few this summer. And then hopefully by next summer we'll be able to move around and do a few more. So this is this is really the big the big one for us. Freaking busy! I'm still on the homepage of that festival, so I'm now at the lineup, and you're not on the photo that says Banks Brothers. And then I click on Banks Brothers, and I'm redirected to thebanksbrothers.com, and you're not on mm-hmm. that photo either. Is the band trying <laughs> to hide you? That's an old website. You know, we we do need a, a website developer. I you know I did that website. Um, maybe four years ago, three years ago. I did it in like one night, not knowing HTML or whatever it is. I just sort of like, I'll put it together and then we'll hire somebody to do it. And now we've had that website for like four years. It shows the uh, the laziness of the band when it comes to anything other than the music itself. <laughs> as long as the music is good, man. As long as the music yeah. is good. Freaking Arkells are there as well. Great band. Yep. Canadian as well. Yeah. Cool See, band. Canadian just rocking. Greatest bands mm-hmm. all coming from Canada. But uh, you know who did not have such a great weekend as we had? <laughs> I'm now afraid of having good stage presence, officially. <laughs> <laughs> the Demo Man had a horrible weekend. The poor guy 
went to a wedding and hit the dance floor and shook it all out. And I quote, at Remo Demo at 1.40 a.m. on June 19, 2022. LOL, I just broke my leg. Like, no bullshit. From dancing, Lemao. Double tibia fracture. Too hot to handle? What can I say? <sighs> that is... Doesn't happen often. As someone who sees a lot of people dancing... Um, and I'm sure you have the same. You've seen thousands of people dancing at the same time about, you know, at least a few times a year for your whole life. That's not common. The Rima Diva man must have really been killing it out there. I don't... <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate, but it is a little ridiculous. <laughs> That's probably the most Remo Demo tweet ever, also. <laughs> I mean... Uh, we already contacted him. We talked about him. There is sympathy, and uh, we wish him all the best. But that's yeah. hella stupid. I wonder what he did. I asked him if he got it on tape, because that would be a million clicks, obviously. Yeah, I uh, like that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> he said, bro, it was a glorious pirouette. Nobody caught it on cam, though, Sedge. What, what move is that? What is that? It's like when you spin around. Oh, on like, like he, one leg? Probably on one leg. But uh, how ooh. do you break your leg twice doing a pirouette? I I just want him to go on stream and, I don't know, reenact it or at least tell the story in more detail than in uh, whatever yeah. length Twitter is. But yeah, the well, demon uh, man is out. He is. I mean, he's pretty. He's pretty yoked. He's pretty ripped. Maybe he's a little bit top heavy. Maybe because yeah. he, you only ever see the upper half of our bodies here on stream. Maybe he skips leg day, and skips you know he's just day. ripped at the top, and then did a little spin like a ballerina, and his little chicken legs just couldn't handle it. Maybe, but uh, I mean, having met him a couple times in person, I don't. I don't think he's he's too top heavy, Rebo. No, not maybe not you really. are. You got to work on them legs, boy. Another. Update from him on June 20. Just got back from the hospital, and so I'm going to have surgery on Friday. Can't really move too well or do anything other than lie down and hobble to the toilet. Going to be staying with family for a little while. Guess it's time to finally work through my Netflix list. LOL. Demo man, demo man, demo man. Today, when this is released, this is Friday. This is the day of the surgery. So all the best. To the demo man, I'm pretty sure he will appreciate some uh, tweets or yeah. Discord messages when he wakes up from that double tibia bone fracture surgery. Yeah, that's uh, I mean, surgery in any any sort, you know, even if you're getting a wart removed, is you know always always spooky. You never know. So uh, yeah, all the best, all the best. But uh, you know, he's a strong man. He's a strong man, and even if he's out of commission for a little while, luckily most of his hobbies revolve around watching something whether he be watching warcraft or be watching i know he's really into movies and tv shows and all that stuff so like he said he can catch up on all that netflix stuff i'm sure he'll find a way to enjoy himself and um you know he'd still still be able to cast eventually you know you just have to put his leg up on a chair and he'll be good to go so we'll see him soon i'm sure yeah i think so too i wonder how long this will take and mm. how long he has to rest that he's probably gonna have uh, uh what's it called when you do some uh, physical therapy this exactly I don't know mm. how long that takes until he can really walk again I hope he's ready for Rara land but yeah he, 
Might get a wheelchair, put the lag up and cast a little. Just don't get too excited when Colorful is once again losing games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully those those German surgeons are, are, are good for him. Hopefully he's uh, not out of commission for too long. I don't know. I've never, have you ever broken any bones? I've only ever <clears throat> fractured my collarbone. Um, I My best friend, when we were in the seventh grade, uh, flipped me upside down and dropped me on my shoulder. And that's the only, t <laughs> that's the only time I've ever... Uh, fractured or close to broken something um have you uh, no i never broke a bone i had one surgery but that was a beauty surgery actually i had mm -hmm. uh, as google is telling me the the english word is bad ears they were like okay. in a 90 degree angle from my head looked ridiculous mm. i was like dumbo the disney movie elephant thingy so uh i like dumbo yeah it's very it's very scary though that movie uh mm -hmm. so i went to my insurance and said oh everybody is so mean to me because my ears are... and then they paid for it and since then i have normal ears oh that's dope they paid for it holy shit yeah i'd get everything done if i if they'd pay for it hell yeah dude <laughs> germany yeah, that's, that's germany oh easy. i just uh see i forgot to record the video so this is going to be an audio-only episode <laughs> because I really don't <laughs> want to do this again. Anyway, oh, yeah. As, yeah, as, no, as long as we have... intro. No huh? way. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, 15 minutes and we don't do this again. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, this meant a little more work for you, eh? Um, A little bit. A little bit. It was, uh, you know, the, the nice thing, the thing I love about my life, though, is it's sort of... Uh, I, I'm really busy, like it's pure chaos for about Friday, Saturday, Sunday every week. And then once we once I get into the week, it's like, ah, I could chill. I can stream ladder 12 hours a day like I probably will today and just get mad at my computer and, you know, do whatever, watch streams. I can do the things. I can play guitar. I can have band practice. I can do the things I love. I can listen to music. But those three days are pure chaos and pure anxiety um yeah this this weekend was a uh, was hell it was absolute hell mostly because i've been i've been sick which sucks it's one of my worst fears to have to cast and to absolutely lose my voice and i was pretty close to that happening this weekend which is really unfortunate because i like to try to do a, a good job regardless of how much sleep i get but to be talking like this is like i just i have a huge anxiety about losing my voice um as i'm sure as i'm sure you do as well so yeah this weekend was 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 quite quite the grind without the demo man so you had the weekly on friday mm-hmm and and then Did you play uh, a show afterwards. Weekly, weekly on Friday, and then I had one of my best friend's birthdays that I couldn't miss. Ooh. So, so and then so I had I had to go to the birthday right. So the weekly was done, and then I do all the YouTube stuff, and we upload that. I'm out of the house by about two p.m., three p.m. my time, and then I had to go to the birthday. Now, my friends are pretty heavy drinkers. On the weekends when they have birthdays, they they're all they're all you know working people you know they're not complete degenerates now but um they they like to drink they like to drink they like to party um but i had to be back by 3 a.m to cast linver's happy and i knew i wasn't gonna sleep probably not but I, and i knew i had to be relatively sober so i go to this birthday 20 people all getting wham-bone slam-bone ham-bone out of their minds I, but I need to, I know I'm going to have a couple of drinks, but I need to pace myself. So, I, and I'm also sick still. So, you know, I get a pack of cigarettes and I'm, I'm like, okay, this at least won't make me drunk, but it will not help my voice that is 
fleeting. So I smoke. I have a few drinks. I managed to make it through the night of being there for about 10, 11 hours. I think I only had five drinks over like Damn. 10 hours. That's going to a party and then going to the bar afterwards. Everyone's buying each other shots of stuff. Champagne being popped. I think I only had five drinks. I made it back to my house by 1 a.m. I slept till 2.30. And then I got up, panicked horribly because I couldn't get into the games at first. I messaged you. I was just happy. I messaged Rebo. Um, and then we got we got me into the games, and then I casted until about 7 a.m. This is now um, Saturday morning. I go to sleep at about 7, wake up at 4, go to a gig. Again, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. Managed to get through the gig only having two drinks, which is actually the perfect amount. If you're in a band, by the way, and you want to know the perfect amount of drinks to have during and before a show, two to three and then you're just perfect for a show. And so I get home after the gig. Our show, our, our show is from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Hour drive back home. Back home by 2 a.m. Start the kettle. Have a tea. Uh, moon versus happy. From about, uh, what was it, 4 a.m. until like 7 a.m. And then I'm asleep. And then I was going to do Fountain of Manor League after that as well. But uh, we, I ended up just doing the replays. I think I did the replays on Monday. I was going to do them after. And then I just slept. I slept 14 hours <laughs> with no voice. But uh, So it wasn't as bad as it would have been if I had to do Fountain of Manor League. But uh, still chaotic weekend. That's so freaking crazy. And the fact that you deliver, at least on the casts, it's even more crazy. Like, people love you on YouTube. You get the best comments of, I think, all three of us. You're just a freaking trooper carrying this ship currently. Yeah, you know, it's uh I it is unfortunate because at least how I feel about it is is like I know from a casting side of things I can do it a certain level if like I'm I'm have enough sleep and it's at the right time and I have enough voice and all that. I just I I hate, you know, never really being able to give them my all because I'm like on one hour of sleep or something or so I do I do hope soon enough because for War 3 Champions as well it's like okay I'm on two hours of sleep now you know Sweden it's like okay I'm jet lagged and stuff so I do hope eventually there's at least a tournament where I could like really be like peak like I've had 15 hours of sleep six coffees <clears throat> I've had enough time to eat breakfast and I'm good to go so I can really you know because so sometimes not always but sometimes I feel like damn I was like half asleep during this i missed yeah. all these details but yeah i do appreciate everyone being really positive with it um i do still think that's uh the honeymoon phase of me of me casting people always love the newest the the newer casters that's over the so untrue casters. they hate new guys you're mm -hmm. just the exception to the rule maybe Whenever there's a new guy on a show that people love they hate him at first <laughs> and then they get used to it and then they <coughs> jump on i don't know another player or whoever mm -hmm. joins you're just the exception, man. You're just that damn talented. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Give me another six months, and we'll see. Once once I hit that two-year mark. Wait, are we at two years yet? No, we're at a year and a half. Yeah, give yeah. me another six months. We'll see if people still like me. Well, I'll give you guys a reason to hate me. <laughs> we'll fly you in here to Hamburg, and if you have the time between all uh, your band duties, then, of course, we can fly you in a day earlier or so, and then uh, you won't have the horrible time you had in Sweden. <laughs> it wasn't quite horrible. Actually, Sweden wasn't too bad. Um, I just, I couldn't, I'm not good in hotel rooms on my own. Dude, you traveled for what, 26 hours? 30. 
30 hours. <laughs> and to say it wasn't that bad. True, true, yeah. yeah Trooper. That, Trooper, yeah. the resilience, the resistance against, I don't know, stress and fatigue. Unbelievable. Carsten, this guy yeah. is unbelievable. I've gotten pretty good at, at no sleep. I've gotten pretty good at it, which can't be healthy for you. But uh, it's it's one of my one of my talents now. I think actually is is not sleeping and functioning. Yeah, I had this too. I think when I was your age. Now mm-hmm. uh, sleeping got a little worse, but I am one of the best when it comes to getting up. It doesn't matter if I have mm-hmm. like one hour of uh, sleep or fourteen. When I have to get up, I get up and I function. Right. Yeah, that's that's the one thing with this with this job that we're fortunate to do. Uh, we gotta force ourselves to function. We gotta force ourselves to remember all the talking points, to speak coherently, to smile and look at the camera, to be on time, to have everything set up, to have the lights look pretty. At least we could we could force ourselves to be in that position, regardless of how we feel sort of after the show. That's that's one thing you definitely gotta learn in this uh, in this business. Well, after the show, I I passed out after the AWL Grand Final today. I laid in bed. <laughs> Watched the documentary and slept for, I don't know, four to five hours this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Sleeping. Very important, guys. Sleep, get a regular schedule, at least try to do that, and then be good. We had some news that we didn't cover because we didn't talk yet uh, last week, Carson. There's a PTR yes. up. We got a patch. We got the patch, and I'm trying to remember back about three episodes. We said best case scenario, worst case scenario for this patch that was uh, that was revealed. I think just through a tweet, he said we'll have some update in in June, some point in June. I think we speculated on that podcast. You said it's mostly on Tuesdays they do updates because they don't do them on weekends, and then it, it arrived. It arrived, um, I think, one week ago maybe a little bit over one week ago when this is released. Um, I can't. I don't know if this is what we hoped for, but it is maybe what we expected. It's kind of th- interesting that we all expected balance changes, and mm. they didn't give us balance changes. What they gave us is rank play, so uh, Blizzard letter, uh, profiles, and leaderboards. Mm-hmm. But no balance. Nowhere to be seen. Yeah, not yet at least. Maybe the balance is is proven to be trickier. Like, I might have some bias here because, you know, I I haven't been around for too long. And and the time I was around for before these bunch of patches came through, um, it was really stale meta. There wasn't anything, you know, it was 1.26 and there was nothing for like eight years. But this feels like a very chaotic, crazy sort of uh, time to balance the game with how the meta is. So maybe it's a difficult task for them. But yeah, the the latter is... uh, I mean, we had screenshots for this a year ago. So it's it's all right. It's It's not bad. It's leftover work from the old team that got fired. That's what it is. I think... um, I said this on my stream... I think one person could have probably done all of this in one week, art included. If you said one, you have, if you oh told someone who's who's pretty talented, and you said you have one week, work sixteen hours for one week, and get all the art done, get all the back end can't because the back end isn't difficult. Like how many times has Blizzard implemented a ladder with ELO and stats? Like the coding, the the hacker man stuff. There's no way that this is difficult because it's all the same on every game, just with different images at the front. 
and different names for whatever you know the ranks are or something like that. I think one week, somebody talented, they could have got this done. It took however many people. Maybe it's only two people. It took them years and well, close to years. And so yeah, I'm not impressed. With that being said, the ladder's not that bad. Did you play the PTR? Um, I queued once when it came out, the day it came out. Yep. Um, I couldn't find for about five minutes, yep. and then I tried to cancel the search, and I couldn't, and then my game crashed. <laughs> it's a wonderful, that was my story. Wonderful experience. Yeah, I couldn't find a game either, uh, but the first season is over, and Kraft is the first uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged PTR ladder champion. Pog. Let's got, go, Krav. Yeah, you got 8-0. Eight no, wow, that's a I'm sure that was a slog of a hall of a grind for him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's cool that they are releasing something. Um, mm -hmm. even though it's not necessarily what we expected. It's uh do you think this will be a competitor to War Three Champions? Because that's the big or was the big topic last week. Uh what happens to War Three Champions now that there's a real quote unquote letter? Yeah, I think the only thing they can't do with this ladder to compete with War 3 Champions is the amount of servers. Because when this was released, I, I looked up, and I, I might, I'm might i pretty sure I found the right resource to tell me this, for Brood War and for Diablo, how many servers they have. And they actually just have East, West, uh, Asia, and Europe. So they have one extra North American server on both Brood War and Diablo one more than we have, but they don't have a ton of service. So that's the one thing that I think Blizzard's not going to be able to implement. They'll be able to get the zoom that everyone wants. They'll be able to implement the map pool that everyone wants. They'll be able to give the right amount of vetoes, whatever. Um, but they're not going to be able to implement the same amount of servers because I imagine they're not going to add more than they've added for Brood War, a game that they didn't fuck up. Uh, so no! that's going to be the only downfall. With that being said, I hope it could compete because I, I don't want to see the community divided at, at this day and age. I would rather see the community together on the same thing. And unfortunately, it's never going to be War 3 Champions that brings the whole community together because people just aren't going to find out about it or they're not going to want to play on a, a third-party client. So you're kind of with Mr. Duck Polk, who uh, said it's... Uh, what, what did he say? I don't want to misquote him here. He's a very famous man and a very rich man. He could sue my ass <laughs> 10 million times. He created a Reddit thread. It's kind of cool that we have one of the biggest uh, stars in all of poker uh, following Walker 3 still. His Counter-Strike team beat my Counter-Strike team in open like five years ago. He plays Counter-Strike as well. <laughs> I, I played him. <laughs> so he said, default letter is the most necessary thing for War 3 uh, for Walker 3, not War 3 champions. Uh, he goes on. I recognize the War 3 Champions team has done an excellent job supplementing this abomination over the past couple of years, but if this game is going to bring back a lot of players, it needs to be playable in the default ladder. Until here, I 100% agree. Every mm -hmm. multiplayer game needs their own ladder. He continues, there's no point in wasting time with a collab or trying to ensure War 3 Champions support. Noobs fuel the ecosystem and they're aren't going to go on to War 3 Champions. Also, plenty of decent players, myself included, stopped playing when I had to download a third-party ladder. It needs to be a popular in-game for Walker 3 to grow mm -hmm. again. Not trying to hate on War 3 Champions. They have uh, risen to the occasion, but the most popular ranked format needs to be within the game as a default. So you agree with that? 
based. Yeah, no, I think that's a good take. Um, I I don't know the like the second half of it. Noobs feel the ecosystem and all that. Um, I mean, that's something that's either true or it's not. So I don't actually I don't actually know. Maybe it could be pro players that fuel you know people watching tournaments and then those tournaments fuel new players coming in or something like that. Whatever. Um, who knows? But uh, everything else, yeah, based based poke. I, I agree with all that. I. Very much you disagree. Mm. I disagree as heavy as I could because this is a very idealistic take. This is a take mm -hmm. that in a perfect world is 100% correct. But as we mm -hmm. all know, we're not living in a perfect world. We're living in a world where uh, the developer and the publisher of our game is not bringing the features that we A, had 20 years ago and B, have now with a team mm -hmm. of very passionate and uh, very talented developers. So you already named a lot of that stuff. We got used to Zoom. Will Blizzard ever implement Zoom? I don't know. Will they ever update the map pool? We don't know. Will they do a Legion TD ladder? We don't know. Uh, how will the matchmaking be? We have no clue. But what we know is that whatever they did in the past three years was absolutely not good. And we also know that everything World 3 Champions did in the past two years was really good because there is very, very smart people working on this. For example, the way matchmaking works, the way uh, the letter system works in general with MMR and the uh, the points you get. And World 3 Champions is also very, very progressive when it comes to implementing new stuff like mm -hmm. the Zoom. They said, okay, uh, you... Before the Zoom was implemented, it was a hack. And they said, let's build it in. And they also have the creep indicator and stuff. What the champions can do this a lot faster. And they just do this. And we don't have to rely on this. And this is the world we live in. And for the health of the game, it is much better to have a War 3 Champions team and not be dependent on Blizzard. The ideal ecosystem is, I think, to have Battle.net as basically a field to grow some talent and to get people in and get they get them accustomed to a game where mm -hmm. in the placement matches uh, when they don't know a build order they won't be crushed and it's basically just for for practice for the real deal which is then War Three Champions no pro or semi pro or nobody who takes this game serious will play high level Battle.net ladder. Why would they? There's no incentive. I'm trying to remember of what was the ladder like <clears throat> for that little while before Reforged when they fixed ladder. Was it was that was that what everyone was playing on, or was it all netties for the top level players still? Were people playing? You remember what I'm talking about, right? When War Three Arena wasn't around anymore, when yeah. it was pre Reforged, pre War Three Champions, <laughs> and they fixed the lag on Battle.net. And a lot of people were playing. Was was everyone playing on that ladder? Was it competitive and good then, at least for Europe? Do you remember that? Not really. It was mostly netties. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody yeah, who had some professional am ambitions was on netties. It doesn't yeah. or didn't really matter if it was on 200 ping or not, because that's where mm. the big names were. So you played on netties. Yeah. So like I I have a I have a few takes on this. One for one the Zoom thing. I think uh, I think Zoom at this point is just widely regarded as just like it's okay, it's standard. Um but you mentioned it it used to be a hack. I still think 
Zoom is a hack. I still think it's like not a good thing. Uh, like I, I don't think if it, we're gonna have Zoom, and Blizzard probably thinks this too. I think Zoom should be like limited to like nineteen hundred at most. So often I get into ladder games versus night elf players, and they just immediately type Zoom twenty five hundred. It's like great, you can see half the map. If you have ultra vision. I, I still think Zoom should not be implemented as liberally as it has been. And Blizzard might think the same. For observers, I think it's excellent. Brood War has it. It's great. You can you can zoom out. You know, you don't have to worry about you know, clicking accuracy or whatever. But uh, I don't think Zoom is just something that we just like, Blizzard needs to implement this or we're going to go back to War 3 Champions because I think people might have different takes on that, players included, of do we actually want Zoom? Because like, I like playing how I remember Warcraft feeling and looking. I like playing a default Zoom. I think it automatically jumps you to like a like 100 extra, so 1650's default. I think War 3 Champions automatically jumps you like 1750, which is what I play on now. But like, I would be totally fine with and totally happy with default Zoom for everyone except for observers. Yeah, the fact that players can go to like 3,000 Zoom is just, I don't think that is a good thing. So that's one thing with Zoom. The other thing, I think an ideal world could possibly be where three champions stays around, but is used as like a host spot system. Um, and if you remember host spots from back in the day, they were used for tournaments, so you could have good ping and there was multiple servers. But they were also used for things like Legion TD, like Dota 1, ladders, where they you're able to have like bots implemented into the hosting structure where they, they keep your stats going and all that. So like I think War 3 Champions could be used for all that, all those features, for all those different weird ladders and for custom games and for tournaments. But then just for a melee ladder just have the baseline baseline which is BattleNet. i think that would be ideal for me but i don't know if you see any any flaws in any of that i do because if you okay. use BattleNet as the normal ladder then we will have a match between hitman and x-lord on a european server and then on only US. if hitman chooses to play on europe though and then on a no no, no the matchmaking was wasn't the matchmaking global but the server was r random or um, that wasn't that the case of BattleNet that you can end up no, on the American servers. It was at one point, but it wasn't pre-reforged, and it wasn't before. It, it isn't right now. If I queue on Americas right now, I only find versus Americans, and I'm I'm sure they're gonna implement it like that. I'm sure they will. Okay, if so they you, don't, that's completely unacceptable. But yeah, so we want to region lock the ladder. Yeah, I think it's a good. I like region lock. I think I should be able to choose whether or not I play on bad ping, personally. You just want to boost your win percentage because then you play against all the bad Americans. I played on Netties as well before. I played on Netties. I got owned on 150 MS. But uh, no, I, I just think I just think if I want if I want to own noobs on 20 MS, I should be able to do that. I should not be forced. To, into the situation where I have to like make this guy draw me because I'm on 150 MS, but he's Australian, so he's like, I always play on 150 MS. You have to play me. It's your moral obligation to play me. And then if I leave the game, I get banned from War Three Champions because I I didn't want to play on that ping. I that, just don't. That like doesn't happen when you leave once. They have a auto timeout system. I'm pretty sure they do have it now because of certain players. But yeah. <laughs> But you, you get what I mean, though. You get what I mean. Yeah, you know I, don't, I, mean. I, I don't. I don't agree. As a, I'm playing but... a video game. I don't like being pigeonholed, forced into playing on this. You know, I, I want. I should be able to choose to play on bad ping against good players. I.e., European ladder as an American or Netties as an American. 
and then I should be able to choose to play on good ping against worse players, but enjoy playing more because I'm on good ping. You think the America's. the uh, player population is big enough for region lock? Yes, if it's all bound that letter ladder, yes, because I think the player base will at least double if War Three champions, and I think the player base is probably even bigger on Battle.net, Just pe speaking for personal experience for Q times. Uh, what Grubby said on his stream, Grubby mm -hmm. was uh, that Beep. it's currently fifty-fifty between Battle.net and War Three champions. I don't know what his sources are. I don't know where yeah, he I don't know. got that from. But if it's really fifty-fifty. And so you double the player base, but you only have three regions that makes it less mm -hmm. players per region. Then do you have a net loss of players that you can match? So the queue times are even mm -hmm. higher than they are now. And especially on higher level, there will be uh, fewer top players in that specific region. And that makes matchmaking even longer. Or worse. Yeah. Yeah, if if you do if you do accept that it's fifty fifty, I, I mean, I don't know if I believe Grubby with that. I don't I don't know where the hell he got that from. Can you even see how many players are online? That would be a simple way to do it. I'm I'm almost positive there's more players on Battle.net than there's on War Three War Three uh, Champions. I keep wanting I to think... say War Three Arena because I mentioned it one time <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I think that's kind of a trap you can fall into because queue times are so low, but. Yeah. Just just because queue times are low, that doesn't mean that there's more players. It could just mean that the matchmaking is way more tolerant. And for example, you could match, uh, uh, just throwing numbers out here, a 1200 MMR player could match mm -hmm. an 1800 MMR player. And if you allow that, then obviously you have super quick matchmaking, but the quality of games is shit. Yeah, most of my experience on Battle.net Ladder in the past year has been 4v4, but I also know you can find FFA, because um, Duck he's FFA on there sometimes, but 4v4 I know, even though, the, again, the quality of games is shit. 4v4, before it was popular on War 3 Champions, was really the only way to play uh, on Battle.net, was the only way to play 4v4, um, and you find pretty much instantly. If I go right now to NA and I queue 4v4, I find in like 5 to 10 seconds. That's 8 people immediately. Whereas if I go check the amount of people queuing 4v4, I guess at prime time it's like 40 nowadays because it's really popular. But before it'd be like 2. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is 50-50. And in that case, then we would lose net overall per server, assuming there's a lot of people playing on Korea and not on netties. But um, I guess I guess we need the numbers before we can really speculate too much. I yeah. suppose. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, kind of going a little bit back to my point that Duck Polk has a decent point in an ideal world in an active community with active devs that mm -hmm. listen to what the people want and then implement it after a while. In a real world scenario, this is. Uh, Makes no sense to to quit War Three Champions. War Three Champions is the best that this game has ever happened to in terms of uh, functionality and the dedication of a dev team towards this game. And where would this game be without War Three Champions? Totally in the dumpster. We got used to so many great features they implemented, and I never see Blizzard even getting close to the amount of features that War Three Champions provides. While War Three Champions will get better also in the future. <clears throat> and I don't see the Battle.net ladder being a real competition for War Three Champions, but rather a breeding ground for War Three Champions players. Mm-hmm.
I can see that happening. I am going to get to the top rank on the Balnet ladder if it releases soon enough. I will say that. That's going to be my first priority. Okay. And then it's going to be to get 2K on War 3 Champions. But uh, <laughs> I think there's going to be two sides to it. And and again, like, I, I want to I wanna see the numbers before I can make anything too conclusive. Um, and I'll be able to flip-flop either way, depending on what the numbers are. I hope Blizzard could release some. I think they're... In the past, you could do slash users. Maybe that's something you could still do, although I haven't checked in a while. And then obviously, War 3 Champions are going to be an open book when it comes to their statistics. So we can always, in the future, find the best solution. Because um, obviously, at the end of the day, the goal is to keep the game active, keep the game alive, and keep new players happy as much so we can keep them playing. True. Amen. Um, this patch also brought a lot of changes to the campaign. This is something uh, that the user Cam was working on that you might know from Reddit or Hive Workshop. Um, <laughs> so all his changes are implemented <clears throat> that he did two years ago. And a lot of changes to the world editor. And I talked to these uh, modders and map makers a little bit last week and they were like, ooh, we're really worried they broke something. And oh boy, did they break stuff oh no it's unbelievable so first i asked uh, cam if he can eli 5 uh, explain in simple words what's not working um and and what the problem is uh so the response was it crashes when you load a map it crashes when you test a map and it crashes if you access certain menus in the editor so it's basically crashing with whatever you do some models are fucked um and everything can basically get the editor to crash and then he closed this description with hey but we got a nice ui update right and i said well that sounds pretty much like windows vista back in the day and that is what the world editor is now it's a defunctional windows vista for warcraft oh man and yeah that it, if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I've opened that sucker, but uh, it takes a while to load as well. So when you're crashing, you're pretty much wasting your whole day reopening it. That is a bummer. Is the UI update good at least? Is, is it Was it, it helpful? Was it nice? doesn't look like Windows 89 anymore, but uh, it's also <laughs> not a revolution. Um, yeah. I got to give credit to the MapMakers community or, or to the user-generated content community. I don't want to exclude anyone. These guys are bug reporting like their life depend on it. Insane Monster posted, I think, 50 threads. Bogdan is posting basically once an hour um it's absolutely insane and hopefully this will be fixed because as uh, Rale, the leader of hive workshop told us in our discord um the btr is not a step in the right direction for modding it's a big regression that if left untouched will probably kill modding crossing my fingers that they will fix them though yikes that's rough. That's because that's a whole community that maybe as melee players we don't necessarily uh, pay too much. At least me personally, pay too much attention to. But it is it is a huge community, and they are a big part of you know sort of what drives the ecosystem. Going back to that point of Warcraft with with new maps and you know custom games are a good way for for new players to get their foot in the door with melee. That's how I started. I played custom games, and then I, I moved 
into melee and all that so this is a important thing to keep these maps updated and to keep people making maps and even with melee as well just to keep people making maps now that we have all community driven maps for tournaments and stuff so hopefully they get their shit together and hopefully they stop breaking things because it seems like every time they implement something they break something mm -hmm. and like you gotta remember back in the day when people released a game they couldn't really patch the game they had to recall the entire game and then send out an updated disc to everyone. Like, so game devs, get your shit together. I mean, let's stop breaking things every time you update one thing. I mean, you guys know what you're doing, all right? This isn't your first. This isn't your first time typing code, all right? All right. I'm not too sure if they do know what they're doing. Also, due to the fact how fragile this whole uh, reforged Warcraft thing is, 20 years old, and a lot of functionality. I can see stuff breaking. But it feels like they broke almost everything, which is crazy. So uh, fingers crossed. And while you're at it, please bring back custom campaigns. That would be quite insane because there's a huge scene for that that has to go above and beyond to play the custom campaigns. So that would be nice. But since there's so many bugs in the world, Editor Carson, uh, Insane Monster and the rest of the community brought these issues not only to the Battle.net PTR forums, where bug reports are supposed to be done, but also to the social medias. And that resulted in one of the biggest reveals in recent Warcraft 3 history. Yeah. Uh, apparently, we're actually getting responses from people now. That's incredible. And more than just responses, too, Neil. Yeah. Insane Monster tweeted at uh, Mikey Barra, you know, this guy from the patch announcement. He's the president of Blizzard Entertainment. And after Insane Monster, he did like a call to arms that the UGC uh, community should reach out and let their voice be heard. And many people did that. Um, I forgot the name, actually, of the viewer, of, 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 of the community member. But uh, Mikey Barra, he answered to Corporal Glenn is uh, the member of the community who basically said the same, like, fix the editor, yada, yada. And Mikey Barra says, uh, there's likely a correct mechanism to submit feedback for it. At the Windstalker runs the team, but the best way for feedback is to submit it via the correct process. And then the Windstalker replies, noted, I'll pass it along to the team. Carson, just like that, in half a sentence of a tweet... After two and a half years, we know who leads this team. Yeah, it's not so hard, is it, Blizzard? Um, although I suppose they probably just hired, you know, people maybe recently. I guess there was news on that, whatever it was, like six months ago. But uh, that's all it takes. That's all we need. We don't ask for much. I mean, <clears throat> that's all it is. That's all we needed. And now we're now we're all happy, um, except for me. I'm I uh, I choose to be pessimistic, but. Uh, <laughs> That now everyone's stoked. Now everyone's like, "Oh my god, my favorite game is back!" We, they tweeted at us. Uh, yeah, it's it's it is it is nice to finally have some uh, to have a reciprocal relationship with the game dev of the game we're all trying to keep alive here, man. Yeah, a little bit of information for everybody who uh, didn't follow the news. At the Windstalker is Holly Longdale was working on. EverQuest for a long time as part of Blizzard Ooh. for a couple of years now and um, according to the add-on reveal for World of Warcraft Dragonflight, she is the... I'm so bad with titles. I'm sorry if I fuck this up, but 
Um, executive producer, I think, for World of Warcraft Classic. And that means that she's not exclusively in charge of Warcraft. Uh, but she does WoW Classic and as part of that position is also responsible for Warcraft 3. So this is really interesting as we are not in one team with StarCraft Remastered, StarCraft 2 and Heroes of the Storm, the mm -hmm. classic games, but we are with Warcraft now. Yeah, and it's nice that um, it's sort of, there's, there's almost more accountability in a way. If we had somebody that was just working on Warcraft alone or just working on the classic games, those are all sort of shut out to the other communities that is like WoW and, and like the big names. WoW and Overwatch, kind of a big name. Um, you know, so it's cool that I think I think that gives more accountability to them in a way where if they, they fuck up, then they're not just fucking up for our community. They're fucking up for other communities that we can sort of call them out. And then the WoW people can be like, hey, you did this. And then, you know, we can be like, ah, oh, you did this. And it might help in a way. But I guess, you know, Blizzard's probably past the point of giving a shit at what people say about them, honestly. But uh, maybe, maybe it's a good thing. You don't think they care about their 0.2... Metacritic review on Diablo Immoral. <clears throat> oh God, is it is it still plummeting or is it is it going up? Because you know, I the game probably is better than it's than people are giving it credit for. But I, I did watch um, I did watch uh, Rich Campbell uh spend twenty six thousand dollars to get one of those gems we talked about a few weeks ago. Nice, well done, Rich. Claps. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, back on a... Well, it actually doubled its score. It's now back on okay. a 0 0.4. It's great, of course. Um, About average <clears throat> for Blizzard now, honestly. <laughs> but for me, this is so weird, because uh, for the developers, it should be more easy to do similar work, right? Because StarCraft mm. is based on a ladder. StarCraft Remastered is based on a ladder. Um, Heroes of the Storm is definitely closer to Warcraft 3 than World of Warcraft is to Warcraft 3. So yeah. this feels like you do twice the work with two different teams. Possibly. It could be more of a... Um, I wonder if they wanted like, a, hey, who wants to do this? And then show of hands, whoever wants to do it. And they're like, you got the job. Nobody, so nobody be, raises hands yeah. and then you draw straws. <laughs> yeah, because it's like if you're if you're into WoW, and obviously people working at Blizzard working on a specific game, they're passionate about those games, those titles. So maybe you know if she's if she works on WoW for a long time, maybe she started off in Warcraft or something like that. Who knows? But you know, it is a. Uh, I guess it it looks good. You know, if you're if you're working on WoW and Warcraft three, I mean, because I know a lot of when I tell people, oh, I'm a Warcraft three caster, if they ask me what I do, um, and they they manage to gouge it out of me, they always say. World of Warcraft, and I have to go. No, 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 no. So you know, maybe it, maybe it looks good with those two side by side for them. Okay, we'll see about that. Apparently, uh, Miss Longdale is very good at monetizing older games. Did that at EverQuest is uh, doing that at World of Warcraft Classic, and uh, our very own Witty has a comment to that. I posted a YouTube video about that. Uh, this mm. this breaking news, and Witty's reply was. No, with let me count a lot of O's, Carson. That is the biggest amount of O's I've seen in a long time. Let me check. How many is it? Where, where does it say? 
word. Don't let me down. Lullaby. Yeah, I was like, are you are you copy and pasting that into Word? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't see. I don't get it. Anyway, oh, it's like we're counting. It's like we're counting jelly beans. I'm gonna. My guess is is forty three, but we'll never know. Oh, it's way more. <laughs> it's way more than forty three. Uh, but yeah, is it we really probably never know. I, I just selected ten, and it's definitely less than twenty percent. Um, oh, wow. So wow. a lot of those witty, and yeah. then people were asking witty. Why are, you, why are you so negative? What's up, Witty? What's wrong? And uh, he replies, she is responsible, partly at least, for TBC Classic shipping with boosts. This is, uh, I guess, where you can get a new account, but has the high, or you have the high level already, so you don't have to go mm-hmm. through that grinding stage of World of Warcraft. Yep. But you got to pay for it. Um continues to say which the original never had uh, it kills the original feeling of the game not to mention their super delayed plan to bring uh, the burning crusade content much slower as they knew players would be able to rush it as we are much better now instead of just giving the game as it was they staggered it butchered it with monetizations such as mounts flashing hearthstone animations and boosts witty is not a fan of our new leader yeah. Um. Well, I know some. It's sort of a split. Maybe not fifty-fifty, but I do know some people like boosts because a lot of people are just playing for the end game and they don't really care about the leveling process. I know my my brother played a lot of WoW. I never really was into it, but I know you know the the better you are as a player, the less you care about the grind to sixty or seventy or whatever it is at this point. Um. So maybe that is a little bit split, but yeah, monetization is just really the plague of Blizzard. They they always just they always want that Chinese money. Always. That's why they make it so many mobile games. That's why they monetize in in certain ways, because it's like we all call out the bullshit. But the China is they they love their monetization. They love that format for games, and that's what they're going for. That's what Activision, Microsoft, whatever the fuck they are, Blizzard is going for. They don't they don't care about us. They care about the people who are spending the that money. I'm getting Michael Jackson feels from you, Carson. Michael Jackson. They don't really care about us. Oh hell yeah! (laughs) But you know what the funniest is, Mr. Carson. Mm. A. What's that? There was heavy backlash from the community in China over Diablo Immortal, and Diablo Immortal is not released in China, nor does it have a release date in China. Really? Yes. Because that's you know that's why they made it. You know that's why they made it. It's held back. That's awesome. Maybe well, I didn't know because about that. of That's hilarious. the amount of monetization or whatever. We don't know the reason, but uh, according to our dear friends of Bellular News who mentioned us last week, shout out to you guys. Uh, it's held wow. back at the moment. So they are missing out on the sweet Chinese money. Yeah, because you think about like games like PUBG Mobile and stuff. Massive, oh. massive success in China. It's so huge. Um, it might be one of the biggest games in the world for that reason, PUBG Mobile. Um, and that's obvious. That's why Blizzard's going to mobile games. I mean, come on. So the fact that they <laughs> can't reach their number one market. So I wonder how much they've actually made. You look at these big streamers that spend a lot on, on Diablo Immortal, but how many average whales are really spending on it, I wonder. Can't be too much. I hope it's a failure. I really do. I, I hope they horribly failed with this. Wait, what, uh, what did... Blizzard earn with Diablo Immortal. Diablo Immortal has reportedly earned over 24 million in total revenue. 
Is that a lot for a new release? If we think about games that are maybe sixty dollars a pop, it has you know three hundred thousand purchases. Well, it has ten million players, so an average of twenty four dollars per player. Hmm. Uh, well, I guess depends on the lo- on the longevity of the game then, if it's a success yeah. or not. But true. Guess uh, it starts slower than a AAA title because it's not $60, but free-to-play. But I would say for a free-to-play title, that's pretty good. And then we'll see where it goes. But, hey, yeah, I, uh, who cares? I suppose they, they've made the amount that maybe they put into it. $25 million to make a game, maybe. Who knows? I don't know, I don't know how much goes into I have no idea like either. That. We're just talking absolute bullshit here. No, yeah. nobody should listen to us when we talk about anything else but Warcraft Three, unless you unless you hear me say "fuck Blizzard," then you should then you should listen to me and repeat that. Or um, you want to give me your whale money so I can play Diablo Immortal? That would also be very nice. True, true. Yeah. Neo does does love to to uh, to spend to win. <laughs> if only War Three Champions had that, Neo. I n- I never For both of us. I never did that in any game. I never bought a boost or whatsoever. Oh no! I buy skins. I've bought. I spent a couple hundred on Valorant skins. Well, they don't boost your performance, though, right? Oh, they do because it pumps me up. <laughs> well, you know? okay, the psychological factor, of course, but yeah, yeah, no, make no, different no. sounds. I'm old school on that, man. I'm old school. Yeah, true. Uh, I see that the community manager is responding to people that are sending the bug reports. And also posting some technical stuff. So they are fixing it and interacting with people who report bugs. It's all these small steps that give me a little hope. It's crazy to see that after uh, after the Reforge launch, the patch notes, you know, they, they dropped and the community member was gone again. Um, or mm-hmm. the community manager was, was, was gone until the next patch. Yeah, I mean... They're around until they get until they get laid off, like Blizzard always does. So we'll see how long this team lasts for. Hopefully, uh, long enough to to fix the fucking game. Fingers crossed, guys. And if you need some help, yeah. if you need any advisors, reach out. You know where to find us. All DMs open. Uh, we're also in steady contact with the European uh, Community Management, so people know how to find us and how to interact with us. Twitter DMs, Discord DMs email everywhere you can send me a postcard if you want to yep that would be nice actually. there's a postcard yeah that would be nice it's not done enough i got a postcard for my birthday from a family member that i haven't spoken to in like 20 years i was like hey this is nice i got a, I got yeah. a card uh so yeah it is it is nice it is nice what else is there in the world of warcraft carson uh, there's some tournaments. Oh, yeah. There's some tournaments that we've both been casting. Um, you, first of all, have been casting uh, AWL. Yes. Which concluded, I guess, on release of this a few days ago, but actually when we were recording this last night. Uh, how'd that go? AWL is super fun um, because it's just a lot of games. It's chill because I'm casting from a clean feed. I don't have to do the production myself. I'm just sitting here and having a good time. Um so I casted this for two and a half weeks already. Group stage was rather unimpactful. There were some crazy games though. Uh, Thunder, Zeppelin. No, no. Uh, 
one to zero Zeppelin dropping Thunder's base with the Shredder <laughs> and the Crypt Lord. It was like, super wild. Um, Moon defeating one to zero on on the clean two zero. That was the resurgence of Moon, I think. Um, so that was cool to see. And Remind made it to the top four. <laughs> that was like what the fuck. He yeah. basically won only Night Elf Mirrors though throughout the entire <laughs> tournament and a game against uh, Lukael. But apart from that, only Night of Mirrors and, okay, in the semifinal, he really had no chance. Also in the game for third, he had no chance. Uh, but it was cool to see Remind with an impressive run. I think this guy, wh when he's in a retirement home, 75 years old, and someone challenges him to a Night of Mirror, he still beats their asses. Yeah, I, I mean, Remind, uh, he definitely had the easiest... <laughs> of anyone that's for sure um yeah he had to beat foggy when foggy was probably on bad thing i imagine this was played on netties mm -hmm. i don't know if yeah on netties so foggy would have been on like 200 ms almost and then luke kyle who's in you know he lost to happy in like 14 minutes the other day uh so easy run but it was really cool i mean i was i was laying in bed last night watching i watched the third place match before i passed out i didn't get the chance to see the finals but i was like damn i'm watching a, a korean tournament Remind versus Lin. The first map was like Last Refuge or something like that, or the second map. I was like, damn, this is like reminds me of the good old days. You know, this reminds me of like, you know, watching games from 2008 or something yeah. like that, 2009. Yeah. It, it was it was a blast from the past. Even though Remind got destroyed and played some weird strats, um, straight tech tier three mass huntress. Yep. But that um, and Lin played perfect, but you know that's how colorful defeated Lin because that's another story. I was one hundred percent sure that the final would be one to zero versus Lin again, just as it was in season mm -hmm. one. But colorful showed up to the semifinal and ended Lin's seven month win streak versus Night Elf. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. I haven't got to watch those games yet, but on Northern Isles, he did that Mass Hunter style again. That's what you're saying? That's what I'm looking at right now. He played the Rush... He, he basically played exactly what Remind played today. Uh, rush Tier 3, get orbs, and a handful of hunts, and that's all you need. That is insane. I hate Night Elf so much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Oh, man. But, uh, hey, man. If you beat Lin with it, whatever. I mean, Lin Lin is just insane in the matchup. So that's that's a big win for Colorful, a big second place. Yeah, as one two zero uh, did get destroyed by one two zero though. But yeah, I felt he was really close at times. It was a cool series that included tower pushes by one two zero against Colorful. Um, insane back and forth, and then Colorful being the Chinese foggy, uh, making these what this one mistake that breaks your neck in this matchup. But I feel. Mm -hmm. Today, Colorful wasn't his best day, so well-deserved victory. Um, but don't let you guys fool you by the score of 4-0. Um, it was closer than that, and I had tons of fun. Thank you, Africa TV, for inviting me to cast this. Uh, it was good. It was very good. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Africa. They're they're dope. I I love those guys. Um, that like for one, this is an, an incredible tournament. This is like one of the best tournaments that maybe flies a little bit under the radar, but it's just such an excellent tournament. And then in the past, me and Ricky did the card on Africa, and the people there were like super communicative. They were they're all really really cool guys. Um, you know they they sent us like overlays and stuff without asking for anything in return. They're like, hey, you know, do your tournament here. That they're they're great over there. So uh, shout out. Go check out their streams. Check out the tournaments. 
they don't get enough viewers. They don't get as many as they should over there. But uh, excellent platform with good people. You were casting uh, show matches, Happy vs. Lin and Happy vs. Moon. Yes, yes. Quite the privilege, quite the privilege. Even though it was at a horrible time and I was very tired, um, it, were, it was great to be able to cast that high level of, of games. Um, and now it is off-race. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. The Show Cup is now, it is four best of twos. The first best of two is main race. So just saying Happy versus Lin. It was Undead versus Orc. And then the next series after that is alternative races. You get to choose, but it can't be your main race. Most people choose random because why wouldn't you? You have a chance to get your main race with random. So it ended up being random versus random for a best of two. And then you have alternative versus main race. So for Lin versus Happy, it was Undead versus Lin's random. And then again, reversing that, Lin's Orc versus Happy's random. Um, so eight maps we got to see. Um, and it was it was cool. I mean, I would still prefer to see just the best of seven between their main races. I do think the novelty is already kind of worn out on me. But, but it was fun. They both ended up being Happy and Lin and Happy and Moon, the two I got to cast, ended up being spoiler alert tied four to four um so it shows that happy can be broken when it comes to his off race and it also showed that everyone has a good orc everyone's good at far your head hunters at the top level um which was was cool to see but uh yeah they, they were fun they were fun maps nothing too unexpected moon did really really good managed to beat happy twice in night elf versus undead uh, one in the random versus alternative race. Happy got undead one of those times, and then one time in the main race versus main race. So Moon looking pretty strong against undead. Yeah, after beating one to zero in mm -hmm. AWL, this is just another exclamation mark from him in that matchup. Feels like the narrative is slowly and probably only on the very top level uh, changing a little bit that undead after like two or three weeks ago, they seem untouchable in this matchup. They defended mm. all the pushes, they withstand all the early game pressure, and they won the late game. And now, feels like Night Elves are rising a little bit, to me at least. Yeah, I think you could say that, but the thing about this matchup is both sides have so many strategies. Like, the minute that Undead becomes favored, Night Elves can just start experimenting with Demon Hunter, they can start experimenting with Tower Rush's Warden whatever you can start experimenting with tavern hero first you know which we've seen and the minute undead start to not be favored you can start experimenting with you know lich fast expansions you can start experimenting with you know aggressive early ghouls gargs different tier three timings the good old you know terra also known as one two zero early frostworm push there's both sides have so much versatility in this matchup that i think no matter who it favors at a certain time um, players like Happy and players like Moon are always going to find new and creative ways to win in the matchup, especially when it comes to Happy. Exactly. So that's it for the podcast. I think our schedule is pretty cleared as uh, Mr. Demo Man is in the hospital. I'm at the Vein Stream Festival looking at old punk bands. And Carson, well, what are you doing? Why are you not available? I yes. am, well, again, I have another birthday on Sunday, but I'm going to Vancouver. I'm taking the boat to go see Bill Burr on Saturday. Oh! I've had tickets for a little while, so I'm going to go see a comedy show. The, the legendary Bill Burr, the greatest of this time, I would say. Yeah. I am yeah. very jealous and very happy for you that you get this experience. 
Okay. Yeah, it should be fun. You are excused. So this weekend, no back to Warcraft casts. That's rare. We will have our weekly, of course. Carson is there for that. And then uh, we will hopefully try to do as many replay casts as possible early next week. And, of course, the podcast and bring you all the news. And uh, we have something lined up for the next episode. We might have guests again. Yes. But, but this time I want you there, Carson. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there. Sounds good. Then uh, have a wonderful day. And check out Corsair because they release great new gear very, very frequently. The greatest gear, actually. The award-winning gear. Uh, the eSports Award. Hardware Manufacturer of the Year is Corsair. You get 10% discount on their products. Exactly. Uh, great that you show that into the camera when we have no video this time. Very smart. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. smart of you, Carson. But hey, in spirit, the Corsair uh, mouse is greeting you. Um, also, it's getting warmer and warmer and warmer, and Holy Energy is providing you with uh, great supplements. If you want energy throughout the day, but don't drink coffee because it's too hot, and don't want energy drinks or the regular energy drinks because there's too much sugar in, Holy Energy is a wonderful alternative for that fruity flavors and no sugar grab it it's wonderful for the summertime also here coupon code back to warcraft 10% discount and our sponsor of this month is total av if you are tired of having uh, an antivirus and malware protection and a vpn and everything in uh, separate programs total av is there for you everybody all combined in just one uh, tool and you get a big discount for their subscription what's usually 80 euros is now a 20 euro subscription total av check it out use the link totalav.backtowarcraft.com for that special deal uh protects you from malware and viruses and it's an it's an ad blocker and you got a VPN and keeps your data safe, etc., etc., etc. You can use it on your PC. You can move, uh, use it on your tablet. You can use it on your phone. You can probably use it on your old calculator that you used for school. I don't know, but Total AV is there for you. That's it, Carson. Do you have any final closing words? Um, well, we'll see you guys next week. Wish me luck on the ladder as I try to get to 2000 MMR before the ladder closes uh, for War 3 champions this season. Wish me luck, guys. True. Ladder snapshot is on War 3 champion. It's on Warcraft 3's birthday, and that is next Sunday, July 3rd. So get them ranking points in. And be kind and support back to Warcraft if you can. Bye-bye.